When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. 
And this is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never know who's going to call in. Tap the fun. That's a wild, wild west of podcasts right here. Uh, WWE Retro on BeersNation.com. Uh, great to be here with you guys. Uh, 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 apologies for last week. We had some tech difficulties uh, with the system, uh, but hopefully we got everything resolved for tonight. As tonight, this is, we'll be discussing dream matches. So if you have any favorite dream matches you would like to share on the air, please call in anytime during tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And looking forward to diving in to that topic with you guys here tonight. Uh, lots to talk about. As always here on WCW Retro, and before we get started with everything, uh, I'd just like to make some announcements and shout-outs, if you will. Uh, shout-outs to Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com, Fishing with Special Friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling at, out of Canada, uh, find out what, what they're up to, facebook.com slash Wrestling, Cauliflower Alley Club. Find out what they're up to at cauliflowerisleclub.org, O-R-G. Uh, my, uh, my social media roundup, uh, my official website, thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. My merchandise page, thestro.com slash merchandise. Get your Papa Stro merch today for all ages, including pets. Um, Facebook at Stro the Maestro. Twitter at Sign the Stro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. And if you would like to make a donation to yours truly, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thank you for those who have already donated. But like to donate to moi, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me, M is Mary, E's and E, slash Papa Stro. And all together, that's paypal.me slash papastro. And thank you in advance for your support. Uh, I'm taking bookings currently uh, for a lot of things these days. Uh, wrestling, commentary, voiceovers, seminars, conventions, Comic-Cons, uh, autograph signings, uh, radio interviews, you name it. Um, and then some, I do a lot of even. If you like to cast me for your television or, or film project, et cetera, because I do a lot, <laughs> email me. Hit me up, strofoya at yahoo.com, S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. Let's talk business. And if you'd like to do a special guest on, on the coming episode of WCW Retro, email me as well, wcwretro at yahoo.com. Let's get you some exposure on the podcast, if you will. Uh, also, uh, films coming out. Um, I have a film that's out now. It just got released last week, the other week called Stench of Iniquity. My star is an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. Uh, to check out for free, go to Vimeo.com. That's V-I-M-E-O.com slash Turnerverse. T-U-R-N-E-R-V-E-R-S-E. So it's Vimeo.com slash Turnerverse, and go check out Stench of Iniquity. Uh, also, uh, The Devil's Daughter, a Harlequin story is out now on YouTube.com and 
Amazon Fire TV. Ch- check it out through both. Uh, through the search, at which uh, I star as Dr. Arkham in that film. So check that out. Uh, upcoming films to be looking out for. Uh, Hybrid. That'll be out soon. I'll be in. Uh, Love Spell. Uh, Echo Lake Massacre. And, and a few others that I'll be naming once uh, they get released. Uh, also, I'm going to keep you informed as the time approaches to their premieres. Um, uh, there's a couple of film projects I'm, I'm going to be on set for soon, as well as a pilot and miniseries, mini so I'll keep you guys informed of that. Um, yeah, lots going on, for sure. Uh, and, and tomorrow night, on my Facebook page, at facebook.com slash Maestro will be another edition of my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone. And tomorrow night at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And tomorrow night's feature will be I Married a Monster from Outer Space. So please tune in for that. But tonight is Dream Matches. I'm looking forward to talking about Dream Matches with you guys tonight. And uh should be should be a lot of fun. And support uh VOC Nation on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. And Get your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly, Papa Stro, in the four faces of Stro. And uh, we at VOC Nation uh, really appreciate your support. And check out all the great podcasts we got here on VOCNation.com. Uh, um, and just go to VOCNation.com for the dates and times of your favorite VOC Nation uh, podcast, And we're on uh, all the social media outlets. You can check us out on Spotify as well. Shout out to our Spotify listeners. And, and then thank you guys for your support. I really appreciate it. You guys make this show. I've said this many times. But uh, now thank you for being here. With that, we're going to take a commercial, first commercial break. We'll come back. We'll be talking dream matches tonight. So uh, we'll be back in a few moments, folks. So stick with us. Serious for a minute? You're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. 
VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Fred Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, 
Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what... What we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa's show here, and uh, always great to have you guys with us. And tonight we're talking dream matches. So if you have a dream match you'd like to share of your choosing, please call in at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. Let's talk dream matches. I'm really excited to talk about dream matches with you guys tonight and get your feedback on some of your favorites. Uh, Gosh, you know, Especially nowadays, you know, with the whole forbidden door being talked about, there's potential for so many dream matches. I think of, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of free agents out there, and see which uh, company that they'll end up being. And the big talk this week of Cody Rhodes uh, becoming a free agent as well. 
and uh, him possibly return to WWE, which would be pretty interesting. And then, uh, you know, there's, there's this rumors that Steve Austin may be having another match at WrestleMania this year, uh, which is uh, another big uh, rumor being talked about a lot uh, these days. So, uh, yeah, so much to talk about tonight. Uh, I just want to get your feedback on your, some of your favorite dream matches. Uh, call in uh, 914-338-1885, and let's talk dream matches, if you will. Yeah, pretty pretty excited, man. Uh, exciting times, if you will. I played uh, Bill Goldberg's uh, theme music at the top of the podcast. Uh, he's got a big match coming up this weekend, Saudi Arabia, for uh, the Universal Championship with Roman Reigns at uh, WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which uh, looks to be a pretty solid pay-per-view. So I'm anxious to see uh, what transpires this weekend with, with that great card uh, you know, leading into WrestleMania. So, yeah, interesting times we live in. Uh, you know, Ronda Rousey's made a return to uh, WWE, and she's taking on Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Um yeah, a lot of like, things are happening. Uh, Keith Lee is now with uh, AEW. And uh, he's got a big match coming up in March for their next I think, Beach Blast show, if I'm not mistaken. Should be uh, pretty, pretty good. And, uh, yeah, just, yeah, things is uh, Jay White is now, New Japan is now with AEW. So, yeah. Uh, like exciting things are happening right now in the wrestling world. Potential dream matches in itself. Uh, gosh, I could think of a few right off the top of the hat. Dream matches that would be amazing. Um, gosh, you know some of their rivals in bigger companies. Uh, like for example, I mean Amy J White from New Japan. Uh, God, the possibility of him and da- uh, Brian Danielson. Would be a tremendous match, I think, uh, to, uh, to match up, no doubt. Uh, it would be really great. Uh, you know, what about the Miz and CM Punk? Uh, that would be really, really interesting. Both very good, and strong on the mic, and uh, the promos alone would be would be fantastic. I think, for sure. Um, yeah, this is uh, some of the possibilities of so many great dream matches out there I mean, that uh, you can put together. And, uh, but, yeah, I just uh, – I'd love to hear from you guys and get, get some of your feedback for that. So, so please call in and give uh, your feedback on your uh, dream matches. We uh, saw somewhat of a dream match uh, last uh, week on Dynamite, AEW Dynamite, uh, with uh, John Moxley. And CM Punk teaming up against uh, FTR, which is a very, very solid matchup, I thought. Uh, and uh, would steal the show at any card. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, so, yeah, it was great to see uh, that dream match take place on AEW Dynamite last week. Um, then, uh, yeah, so, um, but, uh, yeah, dream matches tonight, man. Call in. Give us. Give us your favorite dream match. For sure. Should be a good time. And uh, let's get to the callers, shall we? Let's, let's get the feedback of some of your favorite dream matches. Okay, we have a first caller. Uh, uh, 910 area code. Let's go. Um, welcome to WCW Retro. 
Papa Stroh. Hey, Todd. How, how you, you doing? doing? Great, great to hear. Um, good to hear your voice. Oh my goodness, you doing okay? Yeah, I, I, I am. How, how about you? Everything good? I know uh, nothing's easy. No, I'm doing much better, actually, physically and mentally. So things are looking on the up on the upspring, on the, on the comeback trail, basically. So yeah, things are doing really good, man. Um, just glad, just blessed to be here. <laughs> yes, sir. Every day we are. It's a uh, it's a special thing. The uh, I happen to be up tonight, as you know. I've not been doing much in the line of podcasts at all. Oh, I, I understand. Sometimes you need a break. <laughs> Trust me. Well, I, I get that. I mostly, sometimes I need sleep. The uh, but you know, yeah, dream matches. We all, yeah, and, I'm with you. In <laughs> <laughs> dream matches, I suppose this would be no surprise to you. I would like to do any of the marry up any of the old school tag teams to anything that yes. exists in the last 15 years because I would put my money on old school. Oh, man. Um, doubt some dream matches like that would always be interesting. No doubt. Put the the stars of yesteryear against the stars of the day. You know what I mean? And just, uh, just the possibilities, I, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. I, I We've talked about some of the, what I think were overlooked, like um, I thought Vic Murdoch and Adrian Adonis were an underrated tag team. Oh, yes. And, they were fantastic, I thought. And they could they could deal with anything today. Absolutely. I and mean, they, you had the power and the flamboyance of Ventura, and you had the the technical prowess of uh, Adonis at the time. And what already great combo. It it, it just what they it, they could deal with anything. But I mean, if we took some of the yesteryear's premier stuff, or even I mean, just could you imagine the Freebirds coming out today? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I mean, gosh, they would start riots today. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, not strictly being, but what they were, but the talent, the variety, what they brought to the ring. Oh, absolutely! They... Can you imagine Freebirds in the New Day? <laughs> That'd be tremendous. Two, two of the best. New Day would have uh, to. Six... Yeah. Yes. Yes, and look, two of the best six-man tags ever. Would if they would pick up the storytelling, it would take it to the next level. That would be like unbelievable. Oh, absolutely. I think that'd be or tremendous. Or any of the Von Erich families, right? Now, you know, you mentioned um, Adonis and Ventura when they were teaming together. They they really reminded me a lot of the Hart Foundation in a lot of ways because Jim D'Ambel, you know, he was the power and the charismatic yeah. part of the team, just like Ventura was with his team. And, and much like Adonis, Brett was the more the technician, you know. It was uh... – 
Oh my gosh! The uh, and that you look. You know I'm a sucker for the Heart Foundation. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, one of the greatest. They were just um, the. And if you thought one guy was didn't have power, they always proved you wrong. I mean, it was just oh. there was power, and then there was power. It, it just was. And, and look how great them, these guys yeah. were. Right. What? How, look how much greater all those guys were, even after their their run as you know teaming together. I mean, look what happened to Ventura and Adonis and Bret Hart and Anvil. You know what I mean? All, all, right. all great. They just they uh yeah they they were just ridiculous. Look, the British Bulldogs. Are you kidding me? Oh wow, what a team! One of the best what? teams ever. <laughs> Get if these we could do some of the little time warp little. Uh, Pull, pull out a wormhole and bring some people from different time and space. Let the, let some of these tag teams come out today. Uh, can you imagine them in today's environment? That'd be tremendous. Um, speaking they of, would, uh, we, got, we got Mr. Hollywood with us. Mr. Hollywood, welcome hi, to the show, oh, man. How you doing, Papa Still Maestro? Hello to all the, my friends on the line. Hope everybody's doing okay. Hey, hey Hollywood, great, man. Yeah, likewise, likewise, likewise. Uh, are we doing dream matches on Maestro? Yes, sir. I got, I got, one, I got one for you. Sir, I got one for you okay. guys. You're gonna love this one. Check it out. Oh, please do. Uh, um, the Rock and Roll Express versus Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Oh, Damn. outsiders. Damn. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I wow. like it. That'd be a great one. You know, Nash and uh, Ricky Morton had a singles match uh, a few years back, right? You that did, got a lot of attention. That. Up wow, in uh, a wrestling card, wrestling card up in Virginia, yeah. And um, it, it just, uh, it, you know, it, and a lot of fans even that night was wondering you know, what would happen if the Rock and Roll and uh, Hall and Nash hooked it up in the tag environment. So, you know, that, that's interesting. You brought that up, man. That's really cool. Wow. And I would tell you, the Rock and Roll Express, they were dangerous with that double drop kick. I remember when um when the Rock and Roll Express, oh, I'll never yeah. forget as long as I live, when they um when they um when they beat the Russians for the World Tag Team Champion, they did that double drop kick. Oh my God! Oh, what a it, was the top, it was off. It was off the top rope, right? I, I think it was. Yeah, a no, word. no I can't. It, 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 it was a. They would run. They run at you and double drop kick you right in your face. Yeah, Trust yeah, me, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, I've, I've, I've taken a few of myself, so I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds painful on right. that side, for sure. Man, oh, you can, their timing was impeccable. Them and oh the Midnight Express is the best, t- the best timing I've ever seen in the ring, man. They did. I, I, I agree. I mean, I agree. I mean, it's even like, yeah, when, um, I mean, yeah, even the Midnight Express, they were, they was incredible, too. I mean, like, they both were um, NWA World Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, that was just – and we can't forget about Hall and Nash, um, WCW World Tag Team Champions. Yeah, and, and think about yeah, make, what made Hall and Nash great. Wait, yeah, and what made Hall and Nash so great, they were both individually big stars, you know, coming from WWE. You're right. Exactly. He was on uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Razor Ramon and Diesel. Right. Yep. yep. 
I love the yeah, fact though. that you go old school Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I love, I love, the, I love the, um, I love the old, um, I love the, um, the old NWA National Wrestling Alliance, uh, the old WWE, NWO, the old WWF, um, the AWA, uh, ECW. Uh, that I like, mm-hmm. I like that a whole lot better. I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I'm an OG when it comes to that. An OG. <laughs> that's, that's that's awesome. It, you know, Nash yeah. wrestled quite a, quite a number of years before he got his big break in WWE. Mm-hmm. Remember Vinny Vegas and. Um, uh, yeah. It was one half of a tag team at one time called the Master Blasters with Al Green at one time at wow. WCW. Wow, I didn't know that. And, uh, and with Scott Hall, man, he used to look like Tom Selleck, man, from Magnum P.I. He had, he had the stash and the hair just like Tom Selleck back in the day, man. He, he, he was a good-looking dude, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. He was on, uh, what's it, uh, Scott, Scott Hall, wasn't he like, um, what's he on Champions, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Yeah, him, him, him and Mr. Perfect were hitting for her AWA tag team champions at one time. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. He's coming. And actually, long, I'm... And, and his early days in WCW, before he went to WWE as Razor Ramon, he was known as the Diamond Stud. He was managed. He was managed that. by uh, DD. He was managed by DDP actually, Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, he has a long Scott Hall has a long history. Um, yeah. So when him and Nash got together, man, they, man, what a great team that they turned out to be. And, and, and speaking of, uh, we're joined by Professor Steve. He's he's back with us. Welcome back, Steve. How you doing, brother? Doing good. How you doing, Steve? How you doing, hey, Steve? Steve? Um, tired. Yard work and overnight. <laughs> Yeah, I feel your pain. Yeah, same here. Yeah, tonight we're talking dream matches. We we're gonna try it last week we had some tech difficulties with the system. And you know, like I, mm-hmm. it was weird because I was like on the air on the show, but nobody was calling in. I'm like, what's going on? And then it turned out the calls weren't getting through like they were supposed to. So like, you know, but we're we're back, man. <laughs> we are. WCW Retro with the Strove. Absolutely. Um, hey, Steve, you got any dream matches you want to lay on us? Yeah. You uh, like since we're, talk- we're talking about tag teams, so if I can repeat from last week, uh, Wyatt Family versus Von Eric. I think that was a yeah. good <laughs> That's so cool. We just met Todd and I just mentioned the Freebirds earlier. So that, that's, that's really cool, the Von Eric and the Wyatt Family, man. They're pretty awesome. Right. I remember them. They were incredible wrestlers. No, God, sure. can, you imagine, can you imagine the Wyatt family against the NWO, man? That, God, no, that would be wild. Wow. That'd be a good chance. And, right. and, and who, 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 who would, uh, it just amazes me what, uh, what Bray Wyatt. Who, who would side with Bray Wyatt with the NWO? <laughs> that would be pretty wild. Wow. That would be wild. <laughs> yeah, NWO was so big that they probably could have lost members or switched members back and forth. I love the scene the Dungeon of Doom with Kevin Sullivan and Wyatt family hook up against the NWO. That would be tremendous. Well, that would be, yeah. Right. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be awesome. 
can't forget about the NWO. Uh, <laughs> so, so, since we're since you mentioned, yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'd love to see Raven Raven versus Bray Wyatt. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, what a match they would have. Oh, it'd be tremendous. Yeah, that's a good. One. Yeah, that's a good. One. You know, now that Jay White's in AEW and he's doing like a similar finish to uh, Bray Wyatt, I wonder if if Bray Wyatt ever goes to AEW, would they still be both doing the same finish? No. <laughs> that's an interesting fact. Right. I just thought about that just now. Hmm. <laughs> well, well, let me ask a quick question since you brought that up. There's some folks that have had the same finisher even if in different names. Um, anything come to mind where that stuff has happened up? God. Where, where they actually matched up? Look, look, how many, look how many people do the spear now in WWE as a finisher. Oh, you got Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah they got Lashley and uh, Goldberg. I mean, Goldberg. Can't, can't forget about Goldberg. And Edge. And Edge. And Edge. Yeah, yeah, can yeah too. Him as well. Him as well. I love Goldberg the best. Goldberg. I know Rick Flair used to, used to joke about the figure four, right? Because he was like, you know, at one time he had Miz doing the figure four and the other doing the figure four. So I don't know why they want to use figure four. I, I've never beaten anybody with a figure four. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible, man. And look at I mean, you if you think about the, you know, and di- oh my God, AEW just kills. You're just like every you see a diamond cut or RKO like every five minutes, wow. yeah, or less. <laughs> so many cutters, <laughs> dear Lord, I can't keep up with how many cutters they do, man. Unbelievable. Yes, yeah, let me do a, a good one up the ladder to Cody in that ladder match. Yeah. You see the one he did to uh, Darby Allen the other night on the outside. Uh, that was wild. I saw the uh, corner. I saw the corner throw. That was crazy. Yeah. Well, well, Darby during that match, Darby went for a dive through the ropes to the outside, and uh, Dar and uh, Sammy just caught him right at midair with the cutter. Nice. I'm like, yo, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unreal! What a match! It, it, great match, though. They, those guys are great. I love watching those guys go. Yeah, man, you get, you got me on the tangent here, and I'm sorry to take it off the no, uh, basic topic. No, go ahead, man. But you you know we see the people do some of the it's called backyard matches and stuff like that. People that want to emulate their heroes. And it happens in a million ways. A mil- you know, folks, are first time they get the skateboard, first time they get the doggone, uh, you know, the the mountain bike and all this stuff, and they think they can do all that. Man, it, it's how would you try to tell these people doing those backyard matches, uh, don't try this at home. Aside from telling Whoa. them don't try it at home, because they don't get. I mean, if you were really trying to hurt someone, and you guys hadn't worked together, hadn't been specially trained and qualified, um, well, even holy crap, even, even 
even the the people in the business that started off that way, they they eventually got trained to, to, on the professional level. You know, like even with the Hardys yeah, I mean, and Mick Foley and all that. Mick Foley. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as far as skateboarding goes, I, I still think Darby's got me one up on that one. I, I don't think I'm as good as skate. I know I'm not as good as a skateboarder as Darby Allen is. He's, he's amazing. He's a, he's a dynamic. He's a dynamic dude. Yeah, he, he is a, a, a legit. He's a legit dynamic dude. Yes, he is. It, I should. I should be going. I should have him teach me how to do uh, do a skateboard. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just yeah. unreal. I don't. There are consequences for actions. It's uh. Let's face it, you gotta be careful crossing the street, let alone trying something like this. You uh, guys know yeah. safety's one of my favorite topics. Just <laughs> with, is. With us in the wrestling world, we dance to the beat of a much different drummer though. We're we're not right in the head to do this. I mean, let's just be honest. You know, we we're we're cut a rare breed. <laughs> mean, I used to bump I, in I the spent grass twenty the years trying to imitate it. Right. I spent 20 years doing stuff with live rounds. Just saying. Yeah. Well, you you know you know you can relate. You know we're all, we're all warped in the head. <laughs> we ain't right. <laughs> yeah. God. I, yeah. Truth. Oh. The, um, oh. Man. Well, I you know I've seen you in. Uh, the rings throw doing that, you know, doing the cage match. And, uh, well, you know what? You're not 25 anymore. And you were so out there doing that stuff. What the heck? Yeah. I hurt What's watching wrong with me? Yeah, I, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, you know, it's funny because in wrestling school, Years ago, they would say, you know, you'll get used to it and all this stuff, but you you never really do, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you still feel it, you know. What I mean, even though with the adrenaline's going and all that, I mean, you may feel like you're on top of the world, but like after after the match and everything, you get in the back and get back to the room or wherever you got to go. I mean, then it hits you. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, the the whole wait till the next day. Yes. Oh my God. Now, now some now some morning afters are better than others, but you know it's just like it always hits you when you get back. But up to that point, you know you're feeling good. You know, especially you have a good match with somebody. You feel, oh man, top of the world, and you know, and everybody's happy, yada, yada, and then you get back and you're like, oh, my God, those aches and pains just come at you out of nowhere. <laughs> I saw Sammy Guevara take a shot the other night where he uh, did a senton and missed and hit the ring apron, and okay. he was on the floor. It, well, yeah, he was on the floor selling it. You could see his shoulder spasming as he's trying to recollect himself, like, and, and I'm thinking to myself, you know he's hurting. God, I, that hurt me just looking at it, you know. <laughs> and he's and he's a lot younger right. than I am, so I can only imagine. But yeah, but yeah, it's just one of those things, man. Damn, are, are we boring you, Hollywood? Was that you yawning? 
No, no I, yeah, I told you, I, I just, I, I sleep, I work overnight. Uh, I'm super tired. I'm just legit. Oh, okay, that was you. I'm sorry Hollywood. about that, brother. Man, I'd be smirch Hollywood. I apologize. <laughs> no, nah, he, he had to go. Uh, he had to go, but he gives everybody his best. Yeah, I, I got on. Good time. to go. Thankfully, not too much on the show. <laughs> yeah, good to go. So, so, the, uh, so, is there any other dream matches you guys would like to see that you haven't oh, seen man, that would we, like to see? Um, I would tell you I guess, in a way I saw a dream match. The um. Okay. There was the uh, SummerSlam maybe ish. I, I, mm-hmm. I might have the wrong venue, but the uh, I want to say it was an intercontinental match, and it was Piper mm-hmm. and Bret Hart. And man, what a freaking match! Oh it was, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that one. There was a little bit of heel face turnover repeatedly in the match. And it was that just was, that was a good match. It's the one I'm thinking of, yeah. Um, you, you know, I mean, they were both so good at the singles matches, and they both both brought out throughout the match the best and worst in each other, and it was just, yeah. Because if it's a match I'm thinking of, Piper was in incredible shape. He was in great shape. In that yes. I mean, Dude, he looked sick. Scary sick. Yeah. Some of his, yeah. I mean, he wasn't huge, but he was cut. He was, and he was never a small guy. I mean, huh. it was unreal, yeah, but he Brett. was lame for Piper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, him and Brett had great chemistry, man. Man, I love watching those guys in the room together. That was one of my dream matches. I tweaked yeah. on that within the last year on like YouTube or something, and it was just man. oh, that's a, that's a great choice. Yeah, um, Steve, uh, is anybody like from today's generation? that you would like to see in the dream match? Um, yeah, I was just thinking earlier. Uh, well, I was thinking great mood over Stuntaker, but um, I think Darby Allen, Darby Allen versus Street Mood would be interesting because Darby Allen's kind of taken that uh, McCod Sting persona, and he's got that crazy reckless or uh, uh self-harm style that, that he does. And I think uh, Darby on a great mood. If we're talking about wrestler from today, I think those two are so cool. It's yeah. just the chemistry that Muda had with Sting. So. Oh, that'd be tremendous. And and and, uh, and and Darby can go, too, man. So, I mean, between him and Muda and their acrobatics, man, it'd be, it'd be amazing to watch. Yeah, right. calling out the great Muda, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, Muda versus Undertaker would have been my dream match because I thought of it when I was uh, in Indiana. And I was like, 
man, like that too would have been. Uh, if they, if WWE surprised. ever ever had a super show in Japan, that should have been the main right. event right there. Yeah, because like I figured, he did the match with Hakushi in Japan. I'm just surprised they never booked one with Muto. Like even if they did a super show, that would have been worth it. I don't right. know why they couldn't do that unless they just didn't want Taker to lose. That's the only thing. But I think that would have been a great match. Can you imagine how, how how well they could have built that matchup on television with the angles? Like seeing Muda attack the Undertaker with the mist. Exactly. And just like 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 different angles. I mean, God, that'd be tremendous, man. Um I got a couple Kurt Angle matches I just thought of. Uh oh, Kurt man. Angle versus yeah. Ken Kurt Angle versus Ken Shamrock. Yes. Never happened. Why did that? Why did that not happen? Oh my God, that this is crazy. Yeah, my only guess sure, is that like, Ken. My only guess is that Ken went to fighting before Kurt could really get going. Maybe Kurt was too green, but yeah, that would have been a great. Uh, that would have been a cool match to see. But right. guys use the ankle lock as a finish and have those shooter backgrounds, so. And then um, I think either one of those guys versus Bob Backlund would have been interesting, especially Ooh. Kurt. Ooh. I like it. And uh, I really like 90s Bob Backlund because he's a little bit uh, crazier. But he also, Bob, I think, also did some 90s stars from Japan wrestling in the 90s, too that UWF uh, stuff. So, I think Bob yeah. would have been a good opponent for either Kurt or Ken Shamrock. You know what I'd love to and see? Then, um, I'd love to see yeah. him and uh, uh, Brian, da- Brian Danielson. Oh, yeah. Back. Oh, that'd be amazing. They're not the biggest guys, but they're really good wrestlers. So I think that would be right. great. Great stuff. And yeah, I mean, it was, I think you could you could do the crazy back one versus Brian, and then and Brian's kind of similar where he could he could be a fan favorite, but he could be that uh, annoying uh, moralist or environmentalist Brian. So mm-hmm. I think they're similar in that they're can be good as the villains too. Right. That's interesting the the way you brought yeah. that uh concept up uh Professor Steve because you know I was just thinking out and out in the ring, not necessarily uh persona if you will. Right. The uh Man, the cats are golly. The uh, I don't know. There were some guys in the ring that I just I really like better than others, and it, it just it, and maybe it was a whole maybe it was a whole storytelling skills. I fall back to that on a regular basis too. The uh, yeah, uh, story skills, selling skills. 
funny you said that because Dutch Mantel was being interviewed and he said that there's no storytelling these days. And I think there there's is not. some of that. I think there's some of it elsewhere, but it's like not as prevalent in the major league, if you know what I mean, is what I heard. I mean, there's there's the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar story, and there's the Randy Orton Matt Riddle tag team, but it's just like uh, nothing that's making me tune in weekly. But it's just funny you mentioned that because that's what Dutch was saying. Yeah, well, well, not just the bit, not just the general storyline storytelling, but. The story's in the ring. Right. Yeah, I think I think Brian Danielson might be the best at it right now. From AEW. But um, uh, speaking of wrestling, uh, I'd like to see Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Major fan. Cool. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Zach Junior is like the one of the best technical wrestlers ever is Mike Bryan, so and then I thought they would have done it in WWE but or I thought Zach didn't sign and that's that's fair to him because he wanted to work in the war you know, work uh, elsewhere in Japan and the world and whatnot. But and Brian was still signed over there and that he was uh, kind of retired, semi retired at that moment, but um, yeah, I think if Zack Sabre Jr. can come over from New Japan to an AEW show, I think that was a, a really good match. And um, I, you know, this is a a match I thought of with a friend. I, I love the scene. I wish we could have seen William Regal versus Jake Roberts. Oh, that'd have been cool. Because like yeah, they're, they're both building this. They would have a great. <laughs> they would have a great. They're one. both building this. They're both building this, mm-hmm. and Regal like has a. He's legit loves reptiles, and Jake is like his persona is a <laughs> snake, but he hates snakes, and it's just like. It's funny. Like I feel like uh, Regal could. I think he would do an angle where you take one of the snakes, not like not maliciously, but kind of just as a pet, and steal it from Jake. I don't know. That's just a story. I thought that'd be funny. But um, that'd be pretty cool. Actually, I think it's yeah. kind of funny because I think Papa Stroke could see. Um, we we've done some cons with some people that had some exotic pets, and God, could you see them being a provider at the ring, Papa Stro? Oh yeah, doing an Absolutely. event like that, and oh my God, because we we know some that, people. Look, we both been photographed holding some of those critters. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, uh, you mentioned Moxley earlier on. Uh, I would have loved to see Moxley in a feud with uh, Diamond Dallas Page back during his WCW days. 
that that have been tremendous. Yeah, that that probably would have been great. Um, I want to see my big dog match. Right. Oh yeah. Just just the promos alone with Moxley and Diamond Dallas Page would be tremendous. Oh yeah, for sure. And they can get, they can I'd do dog talk, they can do any type of match together. That that'd be the great thing about those two. They can have any type of match together and still be good. Well, when I saw Moxley at a convention panel, he was Ambrose then, but um one of the matches that he would like, he was asked if he would want to do, and he said dog collar match. I'm like, man. And now I love that AEW is bringing it back. They've used it three times now, or two times now. <laughs> but um, I know he's, he's probably uh, looking at uh, he's probably looking at Punk and uh, MJF is like, come on, man, because <laughs> they got the dog collar yeah. match coming up on the uh, big event in March. Yeah, like if, <laughs> if Brian wasn't. If Brian wasn't trying to team up with Moxley, I think those two would have been a good match, Dog Collar or not. And then, totally, um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Moxley versus the Piper uh, Dog Collar match would probably be my dream match. Oh, sure. yeah. They're both, both wild and uh, violent and... Uh, yeah, that'd be a pretty great one. Uh, hey, hey, crew, I hate to do this, but I've got to wrap up. Uh, thank you for letting me join you this evening. I really much appreciate it. Oh, I'm very humbled call that back you entertain. Yeah, thank you. Uh, crew, big hugs, be safe. Uh, you too. Thank you for calling. You too. Night crew. Yeah. Good night, Todd. That was Todd, everybody. Great to hear from him. Yeah. Um, I, I thought of another one too. Um, and uh, it just is like top of my head. Uh, you know, Keith Lee. Uh, you imagine him yeah. ring with Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. Back in the day, that's that wow. Good. Yeah, two two pretty popular guys. You know what I mean? Of their time. Oh, sure. Um, especially New Orleans, Stinker Dog. But, um, yes, yes, yeah. absolutely, yep. That would have been good. Um, mm-hmm. One of my other dream matches I thought of was uh, Rob Van Dam versus Kevin Von Eric. Oh, that would been cool. Yeah, I think that would um, be cool. I think that would have been good because I've heard the Von Erichs can work kind of snug, and uh, I think Kevin kind of mm-hmm. could play that uh, that fast and flashy style that RVD kind of does. Um, oh, absolutely. And then um, absolutely. my friend Randy, he had a, a dream match of a Cactus Jack versus Necker Butcher. So I had to mention that because I thought that was oh yeah that would be a pretty intense match. And Necrobutcher, <laughs> I just I just saw that Necrobutcher is announced for XPW. I'm surprised that 
I don't know if he's just making an appearance or wrestling, but that's crazy that he's still oh, wow. making appearances. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Nick Nick was a good mm-hmm. guy, man. Great to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Um, I was listening to the uh, a, pre- a past Colin Hunter interview, and he even mentioned Necro being super smart. I've heard that too from other people that mm-hmm. know him. Oh it's yeah, it's funny that guys like Necro and Raven have like a Mensa type level IQ, but they're like. In hardcore wrestling. <laughs> yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> right. That, that's great. Yeah, Neko's awesome. Yeah, usually how it is, you know, it's like, especially wrestling, a lot of times you can't judge a book by its covers. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's wild. You know, I met, you mentioned Kevin Von Eric earlier. I, I'm... <laughs> Seeing him and Riddle in the ring would be tremendous because they're so similar in look and style. Dude. You know what I mean? Yes. You read my mind because that was one of the other matches I thought of, too. Was like, I was telling my yeah. friend, let's see Matt Riddle versus Kevin Von Eric or RBD. Like, but yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, either, yeah, and, and Riddle and RBD, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they both had the bare feet, the... Uh, Kind of longer hair, and uh, man, yeah, I think that would have been a really good matchup with uh, Kevin and Matt. Oh, I like, yeah, uh, I like whenever Kevin can do an appearance and do the claw, uh, when his sons would wrestle like an impact or MLW, yeah. <clears throat> and there's a movie, there's a movie never hardly ever seen anymore with the claw hold, hardly anybody applies it. Yeah, and then I haven't seen Lance Archer do it recently, lately, but he would do a, a really cool claw that he'll turn into a pin, which I thought was cool. He kind of does like a claw yeah. into a head slam. I've seen it do it a couple times, but it's like, man, I love the form to bring that back because, I mean, especially for a big guy like him, that would be that would look great. Yeah, I'm like, I think – Greg Cully had like a head squish, but that wasn't that was like a double claw thing. That that wasn't oh, really yeah. like a face claw. Like uh-uh. I think people like Cully or Big Show probably would have done it, and it would have been believable. You know, Big Show had this like Cobra Clutch movie. He was doing it one time, especially when he was the ECW brand, if you recall, where he would get him in a clutch Cobra Clutch position and just sling him across the ring. It it looked sick. <laughs> the way he did it. Like, right. Wow. And I think I wonder who taught him that because I, I had to be somebody really good to, to teach him a, a move like that. Because I mean, it, it on a big, he was so strong. The way you see him slinging somebody across the ring with a from a Cobra Club position was pretty amazing. Yeah, I think um, Sheldon Benjamin has like. Talked about how strong Big Show is, like when wrestling him, like freaky strength. Oh yeah. But then, then, then you see Big Show putting over Brock Lesnar. 
<laughs> the interviews of right. the strong MF in the interview. Like, wow, dude, that's saying something that Big Show's calling you strong. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Yeah, they're going to be at the uh, Saudi Arabia thing this uh, weekend, uh, Elimination Chamber. Uh, Brock Lesnar, he's in the Elimination Chamber. And you got Goldberg and Roman. Got uh, the tag match with uh, Charlotte Flair and um, Sonya Deville with um, Rousey and uh, Naomi. Uh, who else? Mm-hmm. They got, oh, yeah, Big, big Time Bex. And uh, Lita, the Raw Women's Championship, pretty solid card. Well, I mean, Lita definitely is an interesting matchup because uh, Becky's on the top woman right now, and uh, mm-hmm. that one I'd be interested in seeing Lita and Becky Lynch. Um, yeah. And she, Lita's I think Brock is. Oh yeah, looks in good shape. Yeah, from what I've seen, um, I don't know why Matt Cop Moss is a match with Drew McIntyre. It's just, <laughs> I can't believe that they eliminated AJ Styles from the Rumble with Matt Cap Moss. Madcap Moss. Wow. I just, I don't get it. I like, if it was Baron Corbin, then I, if it was Corbin, I would get it. Yeah. Moss, come on. Right. You know, that feud's lasted a lot longer than I thought it was going to, honestly. I'd be done done with a while ago, but. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I think. Oh, so Rousey's in the tag team. I totally forgot it was a tag team match. Like you mentioned that earlier, but that makes sense because they want her in the, the singles match, the big singles match at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it... I'm surprised they... Well, I'm not surprised, but you would think they would go to... You would think they would do Becky Ronda because um, they were only teasing Charlotte Lita, and then um, mm-hmm. Rousey got pinned by Becky, not Charlotte. Yeah. So you would think she'd want to pin back Becky right away, like next match. But I yeah, think they just really wanted there. a Charlotte match. Yeah. Yeah. Evidently. Evidently. But I mean, it should be good. Because, I mean, the last oh, time yeah. they had a match together, it was it was really good a few years ago. Yeah, I think other than the, the finish of that triple threat, I mean, pretty much Ronda didn't have bad matches. I mean, people can hate on her, but I don't think she had bad matches when I saw her. No, not at all. Now, I, I haven't seen her in a bad match. I mean, even, you know, that, that mixed tag. Right. At Mania was really good. Was her and Kurt Angle? Right. <clears throat> so, 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to her and Charlotte. I, I think they'll turn it out. Because Charlotte's one of those that, when it comes to pay-per-view, she really steps it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, her and, her and uh, Sasha stole the show quite a few times. Right, yeah. I'm actually going to win the the men's elimination chamber match. That that should be interesting. I'm, I mean, there's some obvious choices, but they, you know, there's always a chance they can pull a swerve on us. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm surprised Brock Lesnar won the Rumble. If it's just going to be an elimination chamber match, right? Um, I guess he could win the chamber again. So that way they could make him even more bigger before you know for Roman, but um, I guess the other guys in the match will be interesting to watch. You got Riddle and AJ and Austin Theory, and then you could possibly get Brock versus Bobby Lashley again if they do that right. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually. No, I mean, Brock could still lose the chamber match and still go to Mania, so uh-huh. against against Roman, but right, we just have to see if, if they're going to do Brock as champion and do champion versus champion or not, because they yeah. might not need it. That would be something they consider, I think. AJ's AJ Styles is in the elimination chamber, right? Yeah, I want to see him and Riddle or AJ Rollins if I uh, mm-hmm. check that out because um, I think that'd be I think AJ could have some good work in there with Rollins and Riddle, right? Or Austin Theory maybe. It'd be real, like a real monkey wrench if uh, Rollins would come out as champion in Elimination Chamber. Then you yeah, know, who, be who champion would, going into Mania. Yeah, I'm wondering if he would just be facing Lashley since Lashley's the current champion, WWE champion. But yeah, right. uh, mm-hmm. and uh, imagine Riddle coming out on top of this thing. Which could be a real uh, curveball. You know, um, and can you? Yeah. <laughs> and can you imagine? And, and then you see how would it affect his relationship with Randy Orton? And we could possibly see a uh, match with him and Orton. You know what I mean? But I, I think Orton is taking a break. But yeah, they could do that when he comes back. But um, okay. cool. Not only can they do a, a Lesnar Lashley like kind of fight again, they could do Riddle versus Bobby Lashley or Riddle versus Brock Lesnar and that. So there's some right. interesting scenarios because Riddle still hasn't had a singles match with Brock. And I think Riddle was really calling out Brock hard a long time ago, and I think. Brock didn't warm up to Riddle like uh, Goldberg did eventually, but 
So there's there's that angle that can go with it with Riddle and Brock. Riddle, and Riddle, then there's Riddle. Riddle's facial expressions whenever Brock comes out to the ring are just priceless. If you watch his face, then, uh, <laughs> it's just it's terrible. It's just cool that you got like these MMA open weight type dream matches with Lesnar, Lashley, and uh, Riddle on there too. Yeah. Yeah, and they're they're all like legit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And look at Chad Gable. Look how good he's gotten, man. I love watching Chad Gable. Yeah, I I haven't been watching, but I'm sure he's been really good. I've heard the segments have been entertaining. Oh, his matches have been great. His promos <laughs> have been amazing. I mean, he's really coming into his own. <clears throat> and I like how Otis is. I know some people like prefer the goofy Otis, but I like the alpha shooter Otis, where he, he kind of looks like that Gary Albright type shooter. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm digging this aggressive side of Otis. Mm-hmm. Really cool. And him and Chad are great together. Yeah, I think. Uh, that could be a dream match uh, with Chad and Otis versus uh, maybe Terry Gordy and Steve Williams. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be great. Can, can you imagine them, uh, Chad and Otis against Hoss and Benjamin, like from Team Angle back in the day? Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see that. It's weird, you know. They, they you, know. Put, you know, Jason, Jason Jordan, the whole thing with him being Kurt Angle's son. But I, I, I tell right. you, Chad looks like Chad looks like a chip off the old block with Kurt, man. If you compare, it to yeah, <laughs> they both got they both got that goofy humor. Uh, and they could both be killer wrestlers. So I'm just, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't work together yet. And then <laughs> um, apparently Kurt was going to, was offered to manage Matt Riddle. I don't think that ever happened. But um, <laughs> I think he could have done that for Chad Gable. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Like uh, Bob Backlund did for Darren Young. You know, they said he was going to be involved with the academic challenge there at one point, Kurt Angle. And I'm thinking, God, why could that would have been great? Why couldn't he work things out to have Kurt be a part of that? That'd been tremendous. <laughs> right. Well, love to see that. Man. But yeah, WrestleMania is looking to be pretty uh, spot on this year. Well, well, hopefully after this, this weekend, we'll see what right. happens. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's some. Yeah, it, there's there's some obvious choices that are coming out of that, but I hope they surprise gives us some surprise. It gives us, I don't know, somewhat something fresh going into Mania. Do you? Um, we'll well, see. the the two things. <laughs> The two things I'm most interested in are not even confirmed, 
Like, there's the rumor that Steve Austin could have a match or have matches after the fact, mm-hmm. after Mania. That's crazy. Because, wow. like, I think he's 57 is what I heard. And I think he just doesn't want to um, pass the chance, especially at the big money matches. And then um, mm-hmm. I think... He still looks in great if he shape. wanted to make a re- if he wanted to make a return, I thought him versus CM Punk would have been the dream match. Uh-huh. I think he doesn't want to do that in AEW, but I think him versus Punk would have been great. And then, um, but that uh, you know, makes sense. Time, cause, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At one time, at one time, I thought they were going to hook up, especially when they were promoting that game with Tim exactly. Ross. Exactly. Remember that. Yeah. yeah, I was so excited, man. You know, at, at that time, that was man, a, please that make was a good this happen. But, but it, it for some reason it just never, you know, panned out. But him and Owens, right. man, I think they that's going to be gold. I think if that happens, if that goes down. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, Owens has that has history with Austin and does the stunner, so it makes sense. And then um. Uh, the other thing is, I'm not sure if Cody. I mean, I think it's a, a shoot, but one of the um, pitches I've heard is he's, or one of the details is that he could have a big push and have a, a mania match. So I don't know who he'd face really. Right. That'd be cool if he does get that mania match. Well, if Roll- it'd be interesting where Rollins' uh, role will be heading into Mania after this weekend, because uh, there was rumor that, that was they were going to build up him and Shane McMahon before the big falling out with Shane, right? So yeah, now that maybe, Shane's not going, maybe Cody yeah, slide in there. Cody. And, and, yeah. God, but Co- Cody and Rollins would be pretty darn good. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's a possibility, but it, I the, guess a lot, the of only, fans, a lot of fans on this weekend. See what happens. <laughs> if he if he wasn't showing interest in WWE, I think the angle that he would that he could do is bring in EC3's faction into AEW and like come in with like the with the villainous uh, flip. Oh, did you hear the rumor? Flip on the crowd. Did you hear the rumor? Right. Did you hear yeah. the rumor of those guys? EC3? And they're collective? Oh, yeah. They're getting ready to start uh, their own deal. That's the that's the word. Yeah, they're doing their okay, promotion. That, I think right. they're, they have a couple shows announced. I, that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder uh, how big their roster is going to be after the couple of shows. If they're going to have right. like, a decent roster, because Ring of Honor doesn't sign people much, and then but you, you still got AEW and NXT. Thankfully, I mean NXT isn't. Um, 
they say they're not looking for any talent, but a lot of their NXT roster is any talent. And then um, AEW has been signing even more names. They're not even... Well, they still they mm-hmm. still find any talent, so it's um it's gonna be interesting to see who they have booked on these control your narrative shows. So that that is what I'm very curious about because we've seen um, guys like uh, the Good Brothers have like done their own show, like kind of like a comedy type wrestling event yeah. with like Enzo, but. Um, I think it's cool that wrestlers can be entrepreneurs or, or, or promoters, and even if it's a smaller audience, it's still cool that um, that they can build their own brand, do their own shows. Right. Hey, the more the merrier. <laughs> I mean, that's everybody. how AEW AEW pretty much started that way, except they had uh, Tony Khan's. Uh, funding but and his work but I think it's cool that wrestlers can go independent or DIY mm-hmm. outside of WWE and AEW yeah I mean gosh just more than plenty of room for promotions to flourish I, I feel the day's market and um Done right, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I really like uh, Killer Cross. I think he should be a big star. I'm really surprised yeah. that he didn't pan out in WWE. But um, yeah, me too. Um, I thought he was everything I only, they would have loved. You know, I'd love to see Killer Cross in there with like a Malachi Black. I'd love to see him. Work some AEW or work some New Japan or New Japan USA because I think uh, Cross was just an interesting character. But um, yeah, I wonder if they'll invade Ring of Honor when they relaunch because that's what they did on the final battle pay per view. I, but, um, I I know I read somewhere he's 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 heading back to MLW uh, crosses. Yeah, that's true. He that he did work over there or what or is going to. That that should be cool. Yeah, that's a, I hope he ends up with a big company soon. I'd love to see Cross again on the big stage. Oh yeah. And I never understood why they split them up with Scarlett, being they both debuted together for NXT and were doing their entrances. I, they're they're well, process. I, sometimes I just scratch my head at I just don't understand sometimes. <laughs> exactly. But that's cool, man. Um, so, Steve, what you got going on? Anything coming up you'd like to plug? Um, not much. Just looking forward to uh, pro wrestling interviews every Sunday. It's always fun. Um, I'll have to get with you if I hear any uh, guests announced. But um, okay, 
just uh, I think UEW and Richmond, Virginia is in April and Richmond, Virginia. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, and those matches announced. And, um, yeah, just glad I can be on the – glad I can call in on retro and talk dream matches. And um, always a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys make the show for sure. And that's uh, – for a personal interview, that's uh, – the, the website's prowrestlinginterviews.com. That, is that correct? Awesome. I'm check them out, guys. And uh, we'll find out what their guest is uh, coming up this weekend. Always always exciting time. I can't wait to find out who they, who they come up with next. It's really cool. Um, but uh, thank you guys for listening in. And if you could catch the archives of tonight's show, look, go to VOCNation.com and look for WCW Retro and Dream Matches. The redo <laughs> last week. But uh, th- th- thank you, Steve. Thank you, listeners. Thank you guys for have called in. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday, same time, same location, com, and be good to yourselves and each other. And we'll close it out. Since we got the professor back with us tonight, we'll close it out with some um, old-school Terry Funk uh, Jap- Japan theme for you guys. So, uh you guys have a great one. Take care. God bless.